you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, really fun episode of AEW New Year Smash Night 1. You got that right. In the books. I mean, for the main event alone... Uh, this was, you know, that was just an absolutely stellar yeah. pay-per-view plus top level. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the Bullet Club reunion at the end. Lots of questions. So many questions. Are we going to see Generation Me show up in Indeed Impact Wrestling at Hard to Kill, Larson? I wouldn't be surprised at this juncture. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Um, so, in the main event, saw Kenny Omega face off against Ray Phoenix. In just an absolutely insane, Stellar. insane match. Stellar. Uh, the end of which saw uh, 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 Don Callis uh, command Kenny Omega to finish off Ray Phoenix with a end second one-winged angel. Yeah. Yes, end his career. Which, as we all know, two one-winged angels will do that. Yeah. Um, no one, as well, they said on commentary, no one's ever kicked out of one-winged angel, but that's not true. Boy, those AAA guys really want to really want to test that out, don't they? Though. I mean, if you watch it. Ray Phoenix did kind of he did this with the shoulder, the shoulder <laughs> left. Anyways, uh, so anyways, he does that, and uh, as he or as he's about to do that, because uh, uh, the Kingston and his guys have already have taken out Pack and uh, and Penta, um, uh, the, the, we get we get the, the the Gallows and Anderson, the Impact well, first, Tag Champions. So Mox comes out. Yeah, Mox. Uh, as right. as, as uh, Kenny's about to attack Phoenix again, he's got a barbed wire baseball bat. He's going after Kenny with it, hits him in the gut. And this brings out, yeah, Gallows and Anderson, good brothers. Um, and they start beating the hell out of, out of Mox. Kenny gets his hand on the bat. And this next bit I thought was pretty cool. So first it was Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. They hop the barricade from the crowd and get in there to try to fight off the good brothers. They get dispatched of easily. And mm-hmm. then a bunch of people to start hopping the barricade of course, they all get beat up. It's like the dark all stars, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're all like, "Come on, bring it on, bring it on." Um, uh, at one point, Carl Anderson gets the AEW title, shoves it in Mox's face. He starts punching at him. So uh, then, uh, uh, Good Brothers start beating him up again. This brings out Matt and Nick Jackson, Young Bucks. They're like, "What's going on here? What WTF?" Like, all right, guys, come on. Whoa, let's just let's calm just things down here. Everybody here. They're trying to de-escalate. They yeah. take the barbed wire bat away. They're like, "Hey, tranquilo, Whoa. guys, Relax. calm down." 
And then Griff and Pillman get up and kind of uh, grab Kenny when he's against the ropes. <laughs> and Matt Jackson super kicks Griff Garrison, I believe as Gallows, clocks Pillman tandem, with the title. Yeah, yeah. And then Kenny and the Good Brothers, they raise up the two sweeps, brother. Mm-hmm. Hold them high. Yeah. And, and then Matt and Nick were like, all right. I mean, they're, 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 they're you know, this is for life right here. Yeah. This right here is for life. Yeah. You don't deny the too sweet. You might be confused about what's going on, but you don't deny the too sweet. It was a great, great moment there to conclude. Uh, and and uh, hands off to their TV direction. They got a close up on all those hands up there too sweet. Pretty sure I'm gonna use that for the thumbnail. Yeah, there's should. also there's well there's also a really cool behind the scenes or a backstage yeah, yeah, yeah. photo of them. I might With use that too. Yeah, that's, that's good. The young bucks put up. Yeah. So hard to kill is coming up in what like two weeks or something like that. Uh, a week from Saturday. A week from Saturday. Uh, you know, so who knows what's going to happen at New Year's Smash Night 2 and potentially at well, Impact also this coming I Tuesday. I will say this. So before this match, um, when they were announcing what's happening on uh, the show next week, they did say the Elite was going to be in action. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And they use their, their sort of old school Elite logo. Their, yeah, their old logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, maybe to a certain extent, I don't know if Motor City Machine Guns are going to be showing up on, mm. on Dynamite next week, but that could kind of be the de facto go-home show for Hard to Kill. I would not be surprised. That could be. Yeah, absolutely. That could be. So a lot of interesting uh, TV to come up uh, here. We're going to be checking out Impact Live again in the Impact Zone with our Impact shirts, you, me, and the Enforcer yeah. this coming Tuesday at our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, let's just go ahead and dive into the episode now that we talked about the big stuff. Sure. Uh, let me, while you start, sure, sure. I will send out the rest of the Steve notes to the friendos with subs. So the show kicked off with an eight-man tag match, Young Bucks and SCU taking on the acclaimed TH2, as is customary. The acclaimed come out. Max Caster uh, drops freestyle. Uh, he referenced, I guess, people you know saying that they're doing the Cena thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really write any notes ab- about it. Uh, he talks some crap about uh, shoot. He called the young bucks the Genetti's, I think, didn't he? That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, hey, was this a fun enough tag match? Uh, uh, Daniels for the whole like middle section was just getting beat up. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was isolated forever. Yeah. Until he has a blue thunder bomb on Bowens. Kazarian gets in. He goes on a bit of a run. Uh, TH2 turns the tables eventually, though. Uh, Matt Jackson gets the tag in. He just goes on a run and lays everybody out in the ring, outside the ring, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortly after that, Nick and Kazarian hit a BTE trigger on Bowens. TH2 break up that pin. They hit a, a Batbreaker uh, flatliner combo. Uh, Evans goes up top, tries for the 630. Nick gets his knees up. Matt gets the tag in. Super kick party. Uh, they go for Melsa Driver on Evans. He evades that, rolls up Matt. He kicks out. And then Matt and uh, Christopher Daniels mm-hmm. ends up hitting the uh, greatest Melsa Driver ever Yeah, to get the win. So Melsa Driver plus greatest moonsault ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after the match, Kazarian grabs the mic, reminds everybody that uh, he and Daniels are, are on more or less their fare- farewell tour. Of course, <laughs> they lose as a tag team. They're not a tag team anymore. Uh, he says they're not going to lose on his watch. And Daniels tells the Bucks, hey, we got your back whenever you need them, need us, except when we score off of those tag titles. And they say, we want not only do we want to be tag champs, we want to beat the best team to get those belts. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'll probably happen. Yep. Uh, well, they'll have a match anyways. That's going to be their last match. Yep. Uh, after that, we had a the return of Jonathan Moxley. And uh, he says, uh, where I come from, bitching and moaning aren't a thing. You get you grit through a loss, even if you got the bad end of a bad deal on a bad day. And you stare down adversity. You don't give an inch. Uh, you know, what do I do about Kenny and this guy that's with him? Looks like a used car salesman. I should beat them both bloody with a crowbar. But tonight, Phoenix has an opportunity 13 years in the making. And it's not my right to interfere in his destiny. But Kenny, you are not safe. Wherever you are, whenever you are, I will get even. And then some. And when I commit, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. After that, we had a best friends update uh, uh, with uh, uh, Chuck and Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck confirmed that Trent has a torn peck. He's out four to five months. Then Miro and Kip and Penelope <laughs> quite, Ford interrupt. Quite a fit that Miro had on, huh? Yeah, that was something else. He's, uh, yeah. I do appreciate the rebrand that he's given himself. It I is much different than the WWE. Yes, yes. It, um, seems, it, it seems perhaps more in line with him, you know? Yeah, it does. Like, I, I'm not thrilled with how they really used him creatively, but maybe that'll change. Uh, he says, sucks for Trent, but it sucks for Chuck, too, because we all know Trent's your leader. He says, tell you what, if you want to hang out with us, we can be your best friends. You can come over and basically, he says, you can be my young boy. You can do my mm-hmm. laundry, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Chuck says, I know that you called uh, Trent uh, your uh, his young boy in NXT, but how about we fight next week? And Miro says, how about this? If I win, you be my young boy. And then Chuck just immediately is like, yeah, yeah, fine, whatever. Whatever gets us over with quickly. And then yep. Miro's like, man, you're an idiot, which yeah. he totally is because he's totally yeah. going to be his young boy. That actually might end up being pretty fun. That could actually be a lot of fun. I feel like yeah. that's going to be quite quite a bit of fun. Next, Wardlow be. versus Jake Hager before the match. Wardlow had a short little interview. Just says uh, inner circle is his family as well. Uh, but uh, Hager asked for a fight. So tonight... Wardlow is going to bring him a war. I thought this match, especially towards the end, was a lot of fun. Uh, I've been really we've been impressed with Wardlow's development. I mentioned that on a news brief today. I'm looking yes. forward to the point where he can get on a mic in the middle of a ring and show mm-hmm. the same kind of. I mean, I know it's not easy to do, but what I'm saying is I'm just looking forward to this guy in five years when he can be as genuine on the mic in front of a crowd as he was in his Brody Lee tribute video like a week ago. Yep, because yep. I think he's got all the, the charisma in the world. Um, it doesn't quite translate when he's on the mic in the ring, but he'll get there eventually with that, reps. Yeah, exactly. That could just take reps. Uh, so about halfway through, Hager escapes an F10, hits corner splash, then another short arm clothesline, and then it's kind of like toss overhead slam deal, gets a two, goes for a Hager bomb. Wardlow evades that. Uh, Jake, though, looks for an ankle lock. Wardlow counters with an up kick. Shoulder tack- tackles Hager off the apron into the barricade. Back of the ring hits an exploder. A nice German suplex, two count. Uh, Wardlow hits Swanton. That gets him a two, but then uh, the kick out, Hager rolls through into the arm triangle. Wardlow gets his feet to the ropes. So they're both on the top rope, and, and Hager locks on the arm triangle. So Wardlow just jumps off the, the ropes, the, the top rope, and kind of drapes Hager over the top rope to break the hold. And then follows with an F10, a pretty impressive F10 to get the win. Afterwards, yeah, he, ch- he chucked him. He yeah. chucked him. Yeah, I, I was. Were you? I was kind of surprised, but like in in a, in a very positive way. I was same, pleasantly same. surprised that they just let Wardlow win this clean. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is going to end up being a series between, like a friendly series between these two. But I really dig that they just did this. I thought it was cool. I know, me too. I know. I mean, Wardlow needed this win more than Hager did anyway. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So afterwards, they shake hands. They seem cool, although Hager seems a bit upset about the loss. We'll see more on that later. After that, private parties backstage. Uh, 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 Isaiah brought the gin, but uh, Mark Quinn didn't have the juice. And then Snoop Dogg rolled in. He was interrupted. He didn't really say anything. He was interrupted by Matt Hardy. And he's got the contracts. He says, you've got all the potential in the world. I'm going to bring it out of you. He says, I know 30% is a hefty fee. Yeah, that's yeah. way too much. Yeah. And then Private Party pulls out this little crumpled up, sweaty piece of paper with their contract requests. Matt Hardy's like, yeah, that's all That's all in the, in the contract here. He says, also, I'm no monster. Cameo, Twitch, any third-party stuff you want to be on, you can be on that. And the Snoop yeah. Dogg was just sitting there. I wonder. I wonder what kind of contract Snoop Dogg has had. Do you think Dr. Dre uh, took took a hefty cut back in the day? He had to have, man. Maybe. I mean, I think you know. I don't. I don't think they have a bad relationship, though. Snoop no, they Dr. probably Dre. have a great relationship. Yeah. He probably knows part part of business. Because here's the thing: Dre probably got a cut, not just of Snoop Dogg. Probably got a cut of Eminem, who also got a cut of Fifty Cent. So Dre is just racking in all that money. Well, then he got the Beats money, and you know that's what pushed him into billionaire territory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, once you start messing with Apple, then you're yeah, you're yeah, a then, then then you're then you're talking billionaire territory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, both uh, Eminem and, and Fifty Cent, uh, at least their first albums were on Aftermath, which is Dre's label. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but they all yeah. learned from each other. They kept, and then the Fifty probably had a big chunk of the game stuff. And the rest of the dudes in G Unit. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd Banks, yeah. big chunk of his bank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that, we had the Brian Cage, Darby Allen, Way in. Thankfully, this, they didn't, uh, this didn't go too long. Because I feel like if it had gone long, it'd been kind of, it, it, this, if any segment on here could have interrupted the pace of the show, it would have been this one. They kept it short, thankfully. Yeah. So, Tony's hosting it. He's like, all right, Brian Cage, get get on that scale. And Taz is like, why does Brian Cage have to go first? Are you making the rules around here? Anyways, let's get on the scale, Brian. Like the, <laughs> the objection led to nothing. Yeah, right. So <laughs> not the only one today. Um, so K- Cage weighs in at uh, 272 pounds. So Darby's next. Uh, and Taz all, hey, don't worry. We're not going to do anything. We're not going to bite you, Darby. Darby gets on the scale. He weighs in at 170. 100 pounds of difference. And Taz is like, well, Darby, he's wearing all this extra stuff. Look at he's all that. that. He got a belt on. He's got a jacket on. He's got shoes on. And so Alan grabs the mic from Tony. He says, you know, this match isn't seven months in the making. It's 27 years in the making because he's dealt with shit from people like Taz all his life. You know, and he's like, I know how this is going to go down. So let's just get to it. Grabs a skateboard. He's ready for a fight. Hey, can we, is- can we pour one out for the poor censor guy at AEW? Didn't get any of them, and they were cursing left and right tonight. And that poor bastard couldn't count to seven, apparently. No, he, like, yeah, all the curse words did not get censored. Mm-hmm. And so Taz is like, Tony, get out of the ring. Lights come down. It's Sting. He hits the ring. Uh, Team Taz just walks out to the stage, and then Taz complains about the snow, tells Darby that next week there's going to be a new TNT champion, then calls Darby a rotten SOB. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I understand, I'm sure Sting can't get involved in too much physicality yeah they need to start advancing this though yeah i know i know that i mean that, that, that's what i thought tonight this this has to be the last time he simply meanders out to have somebody's back i mean he, but, can, he, he can't swing a bat a couple times 
Right. You know? Well, maybe they just think, oh, it's more, less is more, but it's, it's too, it's too many times. Maybe, maybe, maybe what they're doing is, 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 is taking a page from WCW. Of course, Sting didn't do anything for 18 months. Yeah. That's but true. also he was up in the rafters for all that time. At least and that is like, wow, that's evocative. What he's, what is he doing up there? What's his motives? Those ratings skyrocketed the entire time he was in the rafters as well. Yeah. So why, um, why I do appreciate the rafters. Team Taz. Hey, you know what though? Maybe. What about this? So if you notice, whenever Sting shows up, what does Team Taz do? They run before there can be any physical confrontation. We saw this before with Will Hobbs. Larson, is it possible that Sting is Team Taz? That'd be pretty funny. He comes out with orange face paint. (laughs) That'd be terrible. Yeah, yeah. So uh, MJF's backstage. Uh, He he hears a, a commotion. He walks in on Jake Hager, I think just beating up a garage door. Mm-hmm. Uh, expressing his frustrations about losing to Wardlow. Uh, MJF's like, you know, Jake, you, you feel like a loser, but you're a winner. You're still Jake Hager. You're still yeah. undefeated in the octagon. You should be proud of himself. You're great. Hager yeah. says, you know, I was when you walked in, I was going to drop Ooh. you. But hey, you're cool, man. Thanks for checking in on me. They shake hands, and MJF goes, hey, man, I'm proud of you. You should be proud of yourself. I really like this moment. I thought I this, was, this was better. This was... More character development from Hager in 10 seconds than we got in that entire run of WWE. I like uh-huh. this. Yeah, it was good. It's the Rolling Stones. Still know what that means. No clue. Uh, so after that, they replayed a bit from Dark where uh, minus, was it, is it, is it minus one or negative one? Negative one? I think negative one, yes. Negative one. Uh, cut a, a vicious promo on Marco Stunt, uh, who they're about the same size. And uh, so anyways, they, they, they reference that in an interview. They show that footage for an interview with Marco Stunt and the rest of uh, the uh, dinosaur guys. And he's, uh, he's like, look, man, we're on a quest for tag team gold. And FTR comes in and Cash is like, what do you mean we? You don't add anything. You just stand around while the dinosaur and the other guy does everything for you. You add nothing to your team. And then uh, so basically, long story short, Marco uh, pipes up and he's like, listen, I don't need Luchasaurus next week. Jungle Boy and me, we're going to take you guys on. And they're like, okay, top guys out. Yeah. Uh, next, Matt Seidel versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, Snoop Dogg was the coach for Cody Rhodes tonight. He had the yeah. play card, <laughs> the Jericho. Waffle House menu. Jericho called it the Waffle House menu. That's great. Um, it was a pretty fun match. So uh, like Jericho was funny tonight, man. Even like during the weigh-in. Last time we had a weigh-in, that son of a bitch Moxley made me bleed. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. Uh, so early on, Matt Seidel has the advantage. The, the action goes to ringside. Uh, Cody tries to punch Matt Seidel. He evades. Instead, Cody hits Serpentico. Um, and uh, back in, Matt Seidel actually had the advantage for a good chunk of this. Um, and it really, it, 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 although, did you notice that Cody, he seemed to have Seidel in position for a crossroads. Instead, what did he hit? A reverse uh, DDT. The, yeah, Scorpion, Scorpion Death, death drop. drop. Yeah, I thought about that, too. Um, you know, I liked Excalibur's reasoning of it, that he was just, uh, he knew that Seidel could potentially counter it. And so he just decided to drop down. And I'm like, oh no, that was a message to one Steve Borden. That's some foreshadowing perchance. Yeah. Scorpion death drop. Yeah. So, uh, later on, Cody hits a disaster kick, gets a two from that, looks for a vertebraker. Seidel escapes, hits a Rana. That gets him a two count. Uh, Seidel, uh, follows with a head kick. Uh, lightning spiral, so it's sort of like Murphy's Law. 
That gets to two. He goes for a jumping knee. Cody evades that. Hits two crossroads to get the win. As soon as that bell rings, Serpentico and Luther hit the ring. They start beating up on Cody. Uh, Seidel tries to make the save. For Luther, he does. Uh, he kicks Luther out of the ring. Uh, Cody slams Serpentico. Seidel's about to go to the top rope. Snoop Dogg goes, not so fast. He goes up there. He hits a splash on Serpentico, covers him. Cody counts the pinfall. Yeah. It was pretty fun. I thought that was fun. I was so nervous for Snoop because he was wearing chucks, which have zero traction whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. could see his foot slipping on the rope right there. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you're worth so much money. You're like an icon. And he's don't super hurt. tall. He's and super he's tall. And he's so tall. It's like, don't hurt yourself. But he hit it. It was fine. It was great. Yeah, it, it was, was great. cool. And, and that, was your, that was your go big show home uh, match of the night. Go big go. show. Of the week. Of the week, show. yes. And the Snoop Dogg goes the commentary and greets everybody, hugs Jericho. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. It's pretty cool. Uh, Next. AEW women's title match, Abaddon versus Hikaru Shida. Uh, this got, uh, uh, I, I wasn't expecting more uh, uh, bites to the neck, and yet it happened. Well, there was a bite to the neck, a bite to the thigh. Yes, that's right. There's a lot quite of a lot of biting going on. A lot of biting. This is goofy. It was funny because I was watching this, and I think it was around the same time that Rhea Ripley and uh, Raquel Gonzalez were having their last woman standing match. And I was just like, oh, man, everybody's marking out over this. This match is kind of goofy. Like, I like goofy. I thought this was fine. It's just there were two women's matches going on, and one was, like, must-see. And then there was this one, which was, like, like she kept on biting her. <laughs> See, I like I everything about this. I just thought the finish was a bit abrupt. Because, like, yeah. Abaddon was, 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 was working over Sheeta pretty good for most of this match. Like, she had the advantage. Yeah. And it just took one know. shiny wizard to get to, for Sheeta to get the win. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Uh, I mean, look, they've given Sheeta something to do. She's on TV regularly, so that's yeah. a good first step. And I really like the Abaddon character. I do too. I do too. Um, yeah, I don't know how well like their styles really mesh though, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it was what it was. A lot of biting, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, well, that bit when they crawl into the ring and she and uh, Abaddon comes out out first and she, blood run all down her mouth and stuff. It's yeah. a great visual. 
Yeah, it was a good visual. It was pretty the cool. The cheetah comes out, she's holding her neck and bleeding from that, too. Mm-hmm. It was a little, a little little, hokey, yeah, but it was still fun. Yeah, it's fun. okay. It's all right. Just thought uh, the finish was a little abrupt. After that, uh, we had a Ty Conti promo with the rest of, uh, well, with uh, Silver Reynolds and uh, Anna J. Mm-hmm. 99. And uh, she cut a promo on Serena Deeb because next week at uh, New Year Smash 2, yep. night 2, uh, she's going to be challenging for the NWA Women's Championship. Correct. After that, we... God damn it, dude. I thought we were going to get through one show without you doing that. Uh, after that, we had... Oh, boy. Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix. Oh, You know, my we've, God. we've had like four match of the year candidates already, and we're only six days in, into it's the month. like six days in. I know. Because this is up there, man. This... Yep. Dude, this might be... I don't know. This is probably not as good as uh, Kota Bushi versus Jay White, but holy crap, this is good. It was really good. That, that moonsault... That dude did a moonsault, landed it behind Kenny with precision, and then delivered like the highest arcing yeah, uh, like, German that, suplex. That impact looked like it sucked. Oh my god, the suicide dive were just reckless abandon with like oh, I know. just no give. I know. Um, it was yeah, there phenomenal. was there was a Kota Ibushi reference from commentary uh, here. There was a Snapdragon suplex on the outside. Of the oh ring. great, great. Um, so uh, we had a V trigger that was like. It, they, he sort of like a, a Phoenix did like the no cell thing just to get up and do one move and then collapse, which I thought was a really, really fun mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a one winged angel attempt go into a poison Rana. That was great. That was great. Um, at one point when Phoenix seems to have the upper hand, Don Callis distracts Phoenix. It allows Kenny to get his bearings and hit a V trigger. Uh, Phoenix oh. hits. Did you? Did we got to this bit yet? I got to mention that bit. So uh, uh, Phoenix goes up top. Sorry, I mean interrupt. This this was incredible. No, go I ahead, please. Like go this. ahead. Yeah. Um, oh, it's towards the finish. So is it the so, tiger driver? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, please. So do. Phoenix goes up top, goes for a frog splash. Uh, Kenny gets his knees up. He puts Phoenix on the top rope. Phoenix pushes him off and then leaps for for a crossbody, and Kenny catches him perfectly. Yeah. Double underhook holds yeah. him there. J driller. Yeah. It was Follows it with, with the V trigger gets a two, and after that, one winged angel for the win. It was amazing, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was it was sick, man. It was really sick. So afterwards, uh, Don Callis gets on the mic. We mentioned this. Uh, says you know Kingston and Pack, they're not going anywhere. Up on the Tron, Kingston and his crew, they have him incapacitated. Both those guys, uh, and then Don says uh, to Kenny, "Hey, hit him with another one winged angel, finish him off." Uh, he gets him up. Mox returns with the Ulysses Killer wrapped in barbed wire. The devil digs. They attack Mox. Uh, Kenny and Gales and Anderson fend off all these other low-tier wrestlers from taking them out. Uh, Young Bucks come down. Hey, what's going on? Matt kicks Brian Pillman Jr. They all too sweet. Mm-hmm. End of show. Fun episode of Dynamite. Let's yeah, take pretty, some it questions. Pretty great. It was pretty great. It was a fun show. Uh, let me go here to Twitch. Let me scroll back. Uh, Hugh Longcavy makes a good point. This win would put SCU at the top of the rankings because of the new year. All the rankings are reset. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I forgot to, man, I had this written out. I had it written out, and then I was going to get ambitious with a Patreon thread and add, add like a picture to it. And then I guess I got oh, distracted by... I got distracted by our government government burning down, so I'm gonna put a really quick thread up here. All right, very in well. The we meantime, got some questions here. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, e Dub uh, Mihas, sorry if I mispronounced your name. 
Uh, do you see any AEW wrestlers winning any Impact titles and vice versa? If Kenny was to win the Impact Championship, it would not surprise me. Curious to see how that's going to play out. Um, I think we'll get a better indication about how that might go at Hard to Kill. Maybe even starting next week. Yes. Uh, Hugh Longheavy, the Hardy and Private Party bit directly referenced being the elite. Apparently, Hardy's trainer took a 60% booking fee. Wow. <laughs> my God. Wow. What, like that's a shoot? I guess so. Oh, my God. Or maybe that's just what Matt said in uh, on being the elite. Mm. Uh, Peachy Tree says Sting needs to do something. <laughs> and do he'll something do, is in all caps. He'll do something. He'll do something. Adds, this is getting boring. They'll they'll probably do a uh, a cinematic match sooner than later. Yeah. Uh, Gary MacArthur says negative one also had a she he wrestled a Liv Morgan a bit too. There's some he did some training. Yeah, I saw I saw the picture of him and Tyson Kidd. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Q says one of the judges of the Go Big Show. Uh, Rosario Dawson is dating U.S. Senator Cory Booker, who had an impassioned speech tonight in the Senate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rouse sixty nine. Are we going to get Cody versus a Cody versus Doctor Luther feud? Who comes out on top? I, I'm kind of sure that the uh, the the bumping into somebody on the outside of the barricade spot that AEW loves to start feuds with. I think that was just to precipitate Snoop Dogg getting involved. Yeah. It's not going to lead to a bigger thing. If it's a bigger yeah. thing, it's going to end up being like Dustin versus Luther or something like that. Yeah. Jorge D and Kayfabe, why are Team Taz afraid of a 61-year-old man and a 150-pound guy? Well, he is Sting. I he mean, Sting. that's... He has a bat, look, too. It's a really good point. I don't disagree with the point, but at the same time, I do realize it's Sting. Or wait, it's who? Steve! Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jorge D gifted a sub to Hugh Long. Heavy, thank you very much. Uh, Organ Grinder says, I love when Jericho yelled, they don't work here. None of them work here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like that. Uh, Roy Rogers, Zicky Dice, my shirt, uh, would be better in AEW, WWE, or Impact. The dude wants to go to AEW. He said that in an interview with Sean Ross Sapp. I'd love to see him in AEW. I think it'd be great. Agreed. It's Blaster Boy. Who would win between Demon Pumpkin Balor and Team Taz Pumpkin Stink? Until I see otherwise. But you know, we never we never actually got to see Pumpkin Balor wrestle. No. So unknown. Yeah. Unknown. Don't know. Need more of a I need more of a uh, sample size. David Matushik. Now that the Good Brothers made an appearance in AEW, who do you think from Impact could also show up? And oh, there goes my video and yeah, cause chaos. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, from impact those Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, you, you mentioned this earlier. I think Mo- Motor City Machine Guns would be an obvious one. Shane's birthday tweet: the even kayfabe's Shaq not having something with Cody. He did that one sit-down interview that was fun, and I think it was just to introduce Jade Cargill. But we really haven't seen much of her since that introduction. Well, that was supposed to be a thing for Brandy and Jade, mm. and mm. Brandy's pregnant now, true, so true. that threw things off. Uh, R. Lopez Ortiz, Sting said on the AEW podcast that he's definitely going to do a cinematic match. He even pitched one to WB with The Undertaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, He. I think that's what he said. Tony Khan called him up and said, you want to do some cinematics? And he was like, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Dang MQ says, I want to see the swing man and the cowboy, the confused <laughs> cowboy in AEW. <laughs> Maggie says, who would you like Jordan Grace to face from AEW's women's division? I just want to see Jordan Grace be in AEW's women's division because I think she's absolutely terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A good first feud, dude, just Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Established dominance early. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Any questions there? The Patreon yet? No, I just have the one. Everybody's just asking them here on the Twitch, I guess. Oh, very well. Yeah, very well. Well, we're all caught up on the Twitch here. Oh, okay. Uh, ooh. Twenty-nine minute show. Oh, I know. I'm just trying to do something. So, is the Snoop Cody remix theme legit now? Oh shit! That's what we didn't really talk about. The poor bastard Matt Seidel comes out right, and then who? By the way, his gear was beautiful. It was beautiful. And then uh, Cody comes out with Snoop Dogg and a new Cody remix theme, remixed by Snoop Dogg. I mean, of course he's going to win that match. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if Seidel won that match? That'd be weird. That would be sometimes, weird. Sometimes things are so lopsided. Like, why do Snoop Dogg for a pay-per-view? I mean, I know the timing is for the Go Big Show, but... Yeah. Um, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if, the, if that version of the theme sticks around during the duration of Go Big Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Snare Freak, will the Young Bucks swerve Kenny? Yeah. They're, they they did they didn't really seem to understand what was going on, or they're like, "Oh, two sweetens going on. I best join in." Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah, that's you know, but will they will they swerve him? Will they stick it to him? Well, I think more likely that Kenny will stick it to them. Oh yeah, because he invited them to get in that SUV with Callus. Yeah, after that match against uh, after he, uh, he and Hangman lost those tag titles, mm-hmm. and they didn't get in, and I'm sure mm-hmm. Kenny didn't forget that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dex Gun should Hangman and Cody be two of the guys to take down this new Bullet Club? Uh, I think it's too early. I wonder if they're if they're going to make the Bullet Club reference on AEW television. They've done it on Impact. They said Bullet Club tonight. Oh, they did. Yeah, comment was it commentary or was it, okay? But was it Kenny in the? Hmm. Uh, all right. I mean, if they said Bullet Club reunion, that's what, here's the thing. On Impact, Kenny says he calls them Bullet Club at this point. Like he has said, we are Bullet Club. Well, he and, said when we're Bullet Club, you're Bullet Club for life. Yeah, that's which is essentially said. saying that we're still Bullet Club. Yeah, but he doesn't call them currently Bullet Club. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm going to take a look at something here because somebody right. said, who said this? Uh, the, the said I can always look at Discord for questions. I'm going to see if there's any questions here on Discord. There you go. Because I mean, yeah. look, here's the thing about Discord. I know, yeah, there's no questions here on Discord. Um, <laughs> I know that. Uh, is this the right thing? Yeah, this is the right thing. I think this is the right thing. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, maybe not. Wait, let me see. Yeah, no, no questions there. All right. Very um, well. I know that I've said like in the past we've answered questions from Discord. It's just. We have, usually, when I do what I'm supposed to do, we have two places to pull questions, Twitch and Patreon. The Discord, mm-hmm. which you can get access mm-hmm. to for a dollar, one-time, one-dollar thing on Patreon, uh, is there for people to convene, to talk, to make friends, to converse. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Uh, Skyme, who wins in a triple threat between Rosemary, Abaddon, and Sue Young? Rosemary. She's my favorite. Flats, New Club is a five-man team. Blood and Guts is 5v5. Impact AEW, 
So you got the new club, mm-hmm. whatever they're going to call them, versus uh, Mox and four others. Who is on Team Mox? Um, well, Cody doesn't like Impact because they took his parking spot away. So yeah. Cody's on Team Mox. You know, it'd be great. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, it'd be great. Mm. Team Taze. Well, I was going to say Eddie Kingston. Have him and Mox team up inside a cage. Oh, that's oh. good. I like that. I like that. That's really good. And Team Taze. Uh, Steve, hey, did you see that video of uh, Brian Cage on a skateboard? He's got pretty impressive moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Klein, who has the better gamers, AEW or WWE? I mean, WWE has the prime gamer, Xavier Woods. Yeah. Um, Kenny's up there too, though, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. They sort of cancel each other out, don't they? Oof. I think in terms of, of sheer numbers, I think AEW gets the advantage. Even before the, got, the whole thing where W said yeah. you can't Twitch stream anymore. Even before that. Yeah. It was ever it was like Miro, Kip, Kip Penelope, Colt. all three Colt. of them. Colt. Yeah, Colt. Uh Brandon Cutler. Mm-hmm. Um uh, what was was Silver on there? Yeah, oh yeah, he started, Uno. He started, Uno. He started Uno, and then Silver did start a Twitch. Silver, Leva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's eight yeah, right there. They have a ton. I'm sure we're forgetting people too. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Tr- I mean Trent and Chuck have been on there, but I think it's when yeah. they're playing Among Us. Yeah. Well, Chuck has his own. Uh, he's had his own. He's his own. Oh Twitch. yeah, he's, he's playing Resident Evil once. Yeah. Uh, Diehard Homer is TNA. The Rocky of wrestling keeps getting knocked down, but keeps fighting. Yeah, they. They found a way to, to, to stay stay around. I mean, or the cockroaches. Yeah. They do that too. This is a good question from Dan Daniels the third. Who is Eminem gonna team with to face Snoop and Cody? Um Darby. Well, Miro Miro has his haircut. Oh, I was at Darby. That was my answer. Yeah, I like Miro. Miro's Miro's a funnier answer. That's I think sure. Eminem is too mainstream for Darby. Chris Rapper said, did Sasha Banks teach Snoop how to dive off the rope, off the top rope? No, I think he probably found, he probably learned how to do that today mm. while they were going through stuff. They put the crash pad out there and he was like, hey, you want to try it? Sure. Feel comfortable? Do it. I guess he did. Yeah. Uh, Jazzy Jan, uh, how did the new TNT title look? I didn't get a good look at it. I, oh, yeah. We didn't mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks the same. It just has a, a a black belt as opposed to the red one. Assuming this uh, mock-up that's floating around Twitter is accurate. Yeah. It uh, so it looks better. I'm still not a huge fan of the giant TNT logo in the middle. Yeah. But it's the TNT Championship, so maybe I, I sound stupid saying that. But again, that's assuming this is this is this mock-up online is the real deal. I don't know if it is. Well, you can. I mean, you could see on the screen that the TNT logo is still giant in the middle. Oh, okay. Um. Rocco uh, Certified says, do you think that wrestlers are oversaturating the Twitch? I don't know if they're oversaturating it. I do think that there is, with AEW specifically, I do think that there, I have noticed a small amount, perhaps, of cannibalization of an audience. Because, like, I'll get on there and Kip will have, like, 30 people watching. Miro obviously always has, like, I mean, at the beginning he would have, like, a couple hundred and then that went down. So I think, you know, when you have the same set of fans, 
mm-hmm. tuning into the same place, they're going to start choosing their favorites. So it's like, well, I'd usually watch Miro, but Kip is on here, so I'm going to start watching him instead. Mm-hmm. There might be some cannibalization, they but then to, it's just it's on the wrestlers to, to work out a schedule. Well, I was going to say step up their game. I'm more oh, of a okay. competitive, or they could try to arrange it. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Long Heavy, will the Young Bucks have to reunite with Hangman to get a 3v3 bout, a trios bout? Kenny and the Good Brothers. probably going to keep versus... Hangman away for a bit, but uh, maybe yeah. he could get involved somehow. If, like six, eight months from now? Sure. Right now mm-hmm. seems too soon. I'm just trying to do something. Tomatonga just tweeted, the betrayal is real. Wow. Wow. Future man. Uh, T. Lowe, did anyone notice Gallows accidentally stomp on the AEW title during the Magic Killer? I did not notice that. Oh, that's not good. Can't do that. Jonathan Miro looks like a beefy Stan. Definitely teams with Eminem. Yeah, that's a good answer. Dear Stan. Gareth, if AEW had to limit themselves to two commentators, who should they go with? Tony. Excalibur. Okay. Tony's a great interviewer. Yeah. Yeah. Look, man, I like JR. I think he's great. But some of the dark commentary is hilarious with yeah. Taz and Excalibur. Jorge D, what is a f- food or specific food item that you guys hate that everyone else loves? He says, uh, like, I don't like Big Macs. Oh, wow. Really? Big Macs I'm not are huge cool. on them either. Yeah, but you don't dislike them, do you? No. Oh, food or specific food? I don't like olives at all. Mm, olives like disgust olives. me. Yeah. And then uh, mean, any, any sort of stinky cheese. Like, I'm not huge on cheese as is, but a stink, stinky oh, cheese, like yeah. blue cheese, even Parmesan. Load, load up on Parmesan and blue cheese. Oh, Parmesan just smells like foot. It's disgusting. So, like, obviously, seemingly, the majority of people are totally cool with pineapple. I hate it. It's disgusting. And on that note, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll hang out for a little bit on the Twitch. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.